We're back. We're back. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Fan Clock. I am here in uh, my home, Mark's in his, and we're about to bring you a whole bunch of information about the paranormal and related items. May I ask you a question? Yeah. Do we stream to something called Twitch? Yeah. We have a okay. Twitch channel. Well, it says that we cannot stream to Twitch. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It has errors. Well, that's okay. Okay. Twitch is about to go the way of all flesh, so. Well, it, now it just went away. It's, uh, yeah, I, so. I reduced it, so. Oh, okay. The, um, I suspect, uh. You know, well, they'll put something else up in there. Um, we can't do TikTok because TikTok is little bitty videos. But uh, that's okay. We don't want to do that anyway. <laughs> and Mark, change the banners. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's our regular one. I know. Um, I got the e-ticket right up there. But, nope, now but, it's back. Now it's back telling me that uh, it doesn't run anymore. Let me remove it. Uh, yeah. Remove this destination from the bro the podcast? No. Yeah. You want me to remove it or not? I leave it just in case. If All it right, ain't broke, just fix it. Anyway. Well, okay. What clips do we have today? Well, I've got a couple clips. I didn't really get a lot of stuff done. Here's one, and this has not been shown very much. So this may be the first time you see this. This was somebody on an airplane. Uh, he was in a foreign country and told where. I think it was in South America, flying somewhere. And he was filming out the window, or he or she, I didn't notice which, and saw something very unusual. So I'm going to play that for you now. So let me reach over here and hit the correct buttons. And here we go. Help. All right. Why are we not playing? There we go. Now that was certainly something unusual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not a balloon. It's not it's too high up. It's not it, a uh, definitely not a droid. And it shined on the clouds. Oh. So you, you could tell it wasn't a reflection in the window because it was making a shadow. Yeah. A shadow well not a shadow, it was light shining onto the cloud. So Yeah. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but they were suggesting as it was a UFO. So well, I just that's said, what we're suggesting. Yeah, I think so. It's at least a UAP. The now, you know that I always gripe about these phony, obviously phony videos 
that they show on, especially on YouTube, but sometimes on uh, other things. So I'm going to play you one. Look at the dog. And right on the dog's black fur will be the thing that shows you this is phony. So let me play that for you here. Remove that one. And hit share. Video file. And here we go. Now, if you saw that, I'll play one more time. Look, you can see that there is string attached to the girl's hair. Hello. Hello, Hello Connor. Have you seen the emoji movie? Uh, no, I have not seen the emoji movie. Tell her if she's. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I have not. Connor's been asking me if I saw the emoji movie. But anyway, back to this uh, thing. Yeah. If, if you watch this as, let me rewind it back to the beginning. If you watch this as it plays, look against the dog's fur. Tell her if she, if Wait, hang on a second. Tell what? She said, no, she has not seen it either. Thank you, Connor. Okay, so if we play this, look against the dog's fur, and you'll see somebody has tied some string around the girl's hair. Six, nine, I gave you six points. I'm deducting seven. This is ridiculous. Don't make me think yeah. about numbers again. You can a grave inaccurate decision. Yes. I mean, it's obvious that it's a phony piece of footage. <laughs> so yeah. this is the kind of... Now, my old buddy Tyler Clay has got some stuff on YouTube now also. He has pulled that old footage of the four people that disappear from the park. The aliens kidnapped them. Oh, God. And one of the people in the, in the video just happens to be wearing the same hat he was wearing in the black uh what is it uh, black black uh something other ghost yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah whatever the blackwell ghost or whatever it's called yeah, that thing. he's it's the same hat he's wearing in that video <laughs> so I know. How do you get, if these people disappeared how do you get his hat back, get his hat back. Yeah. not only that he's one of the four people that disappeared yeah, well, he can't afford uh, extras. You know? <laughs> so anyway, that's just you know me. I got a I got a real bone to pick with that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just you know. And the sad thing is, and I I honestly think that's one of the reasons why various powers that be participate in this is because you put up enough fakes, and people aren't going to believe the real. And there are plenty of actual ghost investigation video that's been updated and uploaded. And it's now what it is is another matter, but it's intended as as real information. And these are jerks that plow in with their garbage to get um, a million views. 
Now, you know, these people that put, I'm not going to name names, but there are people on uh, Facebook, some of whom are admins over the group. And the pictures they post are just not real paranormal photos. They've been a lot. Right, a lot of times uh, there's clips from movies. Uh, the most commonly used nowadays clip is that girl from uh, Grudge. And she gets edited into that, like, into different things constantly. Yep. And I still see the... Uh stand-up, cardboard stand-up in the background of Three Men and a Baby posted. That um, I'm going to try to get rid of uh, the... Um, Twitch? Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, in the latest uh, Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic World movie? Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you seen that one? No, I've heard... Um, Fairly it's, not great reviews of it. It's not the world's best movie, but it was kind of fun seeing Laura Dern and uh, Jeff Goldblum and who's the guy that plays the? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, um, Australian actor. He uh, doesn't have an accent, uh, he, but anyway, that guy. Are good about uh, faking. An American accent, so. Jamie Bamber. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. oh, what are we doing? <laughs> I, Melody Paranormal Tanner. Yeah, I'm gone now. That was a ghost. <laughs> that was a ghost? It was a ghost, 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 ghost. It was a ghost. Talking, 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 talking. Echo, 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 echo. Echo, echo. <laughs> it was funny, uh, Allison, Allison used to have a friend at Disneyland, and her name was Echo. Oh. And she used to work at the uh, the clock shop there on Main Street. Yeah. So every time I would go in there, I'd say, hey, Echo, 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 Echo. <laughs> <laughs> She'd always give me a dirty look. Uh. <laughs> Like, I think I've heard that joke once or twice before. A million times, yeah. Yeah, the, um, was it, uh, someone, uh, oh, yeah, I met another lady whose name is Angelique, and she was about the right age, and I said, I know what your mom's favorite TV show was. And she says, yeah, you can talk to my brother about that. And I said, oh, God, not Barnabas. And she said, no, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's a little more modern name. Or at least it seems that way. Yep. But, okay, there is a, a video clip. If you could um, click on that one. The, the one that I was looking at before? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll play it. You call it. Okay, I will. This is awful video. 
I couldn't load the actual video, so I took screen grabs, and that always makes for crappy stuff. And what was supposed to be there? It's supposed to be uh, the image of a face on a radio. And uh, it's not working, is it? I didn't see anything. Okay. All right, well. Um, it's just showing pareidolia, classic pareidolia. I will put up the link and anybody who wants to go over and look at the video, the actual video, can. It uh, is a classic case of taking, you know, various different attributes and seeing in it a face. And it really does look like a face. Oh, well, there's, you... a, there's a ton of times when you can look at a stain on the floor. You can look at a, a lot of things, and it will it will look like a face. the The key element is definition. There has to be enough actual visual elements to be a face, and that's the case whether it's a ghost or anything else. If you just see a blob and it kind of looks like a person, that's not, that's nothing. That's just garbage. But um, there are, and there are very few because photographic evidence is always the worst kind of paranormal evidence because you can fool your eyes far faster than you can your ear. You, you know, listening, you can, you know, you can hear it five different times with different words even, but you're aware of it. Your eye, you're not that aware of because it's just giving you data based on patterns. So the, um, and I must tell you, and this, this is a good time for this, this discussion. Grandpa, are you going to the store today? Uh, <laughs> this hi, is my Connor. grandson, Connor. Uh, Aunt Melody said, hi, Connor. Hi. Hi, sweetie. Say it in the air. Say, hi, Melody. Hi, Melody. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It depends on what time Mommy and Daddy get back from the store okay, or from the movie. Okay? Would you close my door, please? <laughs> Thank you, Connor. <laughs> okay, now's the time for my little speech about skepticism. Skepticism is vital but it's also subjective. And there's no such thing as somebody without a bias. People who don't believe in the paranormal are as likely to be swayed by that bias as somebody who believes in the paranormal. You will see what you think you're going to see. Makes sense. And so let's get rid of that nonsense about, you know, if you're skeptical, you're more. No, if you're a skeptic, that means you have to accept the possibility of something. And I mean, really accept it, not that mouthpiece thing about, oh, yeah, well, I'd like to believe there was a life after death. Now, you've got friends all around you who are skeptics and if you don't toe the line they don't love you anymore that's what happens is we are created we have this 
circle around us of people who cage us into perceptions. And that's what the government tries to do, quite frankly. And why I was so amazed at the this disclosure about UFOs. That's a big week. And this new um, data that's come out from Sir Roger Penrose about the, um, the survival of consciousness after death. So all these things need to be taken into account. They're all part of the same system. We don't live in the mechanical universe anymore. It's much more complicated than that. So I think we have to take that into account. And if you live in a box that says that does not exist, then you are going to be blinded as somebody who thinks the whole world is a reflection of my mind, you know? So let's, uh, let's. It's not. I know. <laughs> I'm going to. Disneyland. I always thought it was. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow. <laughs> so. Uh, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do next? Yeah. Well, if I won the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be going to Disneyland. I'd be asleep for a year because it would kill me. But uh, anyway, we um, the that's the issue with skepticism with me is that we have this idea these guys come in and they're angry and they're you know <laughs> they they want to tear things apart and it's as biased to want to tear it apart as those who want to put it together. So we need to understand that and work against our biases, like uh, Twitch. Uh, yeah. let, let me add a little something. Sure. I'm skeptical. But uh, the thing that bothers me more than anything are people that phony up videos. Yes, I do. Because that, if you play one and I can see what it really is, you know, something that I can see in the background. Oh, well, okay, that was this. Or, exactly. You know, you a lot of people that don't understand photography put posts on there where they show a, a photograph, not a video, and there's what's called double exposure. Right. The whole time when you use film, if you had a camera that, had a lens that didn't it got a little sticky and it didn't work quite right. And you would take a picture and it would act like it didn't click. Well, it opened the lens just a little bit and it got part of the image. But then if you get it, if you try it again and it works okay the next time, when it takes that picture, it doesn't advance the film. And then you get a ghost of the image you took the first time will show up on the second photo. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And it will appear. Uh, hang on, just a just a second. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I didn't know you were doing your live stream. Our movie starts at one. That's fine. I told them to leave you alone till you're done. Okay, he has it, but that's okay. <laughs> 
We're going to see Nope, so I shall report back. Oh, yeah. Melanie says it's great. All good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Allison okay. and John are going to see uh, Nope. Nope. Yep. We'll be back. She sounds so much like her mom. <laughs> yep. She, um, anyway, well, I get maybe this is a time for my little review of Nope. It's fairly simple. Go see it. <laughs> it is truly an exceptional film. And uh, I I like Jordan Peele's first film. Uh, I like his second what one. What did he do? This, pardon? What was his first film? Get Out. And Never second, saw that. His second film was Us. This film... He has interesting titles. <laughs> Get Out, Us, nope. and Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Nope stands for Not of Planet Earth. What studio made it? Uh, it's independent. I can't think of its name. Um, uh, I'll tell you later. As long as it's not legendary pictures. I don't think so. That didn't sound familiar. I don't know if you're if you're familiar with legendary pictures. What's it a money laundering thing? Uh, no, it was bought out by the Chinese, and they're they're influencing what can and can't be shown on film. <laughs> yeah. No, they are. Look at them. Oh, I know they are. You don't have to tell me. There's these, there's these videos that uh, my granddaughter watches, and. They pretty much tell teenagers to hate their parents and uh, that their parents are jerks and that they should, uh, you know, go off and do stuff on their own and ignore what their parents tell them. And these things are made by the Chinese. It's a Chinese production company that makes them. Good Lord. And you heard about the Chinese building the spy platforms inside yep. the silo towers? Absolutely. On their farmland? Yep. I know. This, the Whomever is in charge of China right now needs to be deposed. And, uh, of course, it, that's not going to happen because of well, the nature of the government. Be careful, say, be careful saying anything anti-Chinese and anti-government because they will kick you off of Facebook. Oh, I'm very much in favor of, of government, our government, the democratic one. It's a republic also. I'm not using that in the political sense. I know, I know. The, but uh, I don't think our government is being as forceful with the Chinese as they need to be. Oh, of course not, because of the politicians, I know. But uh, that's going to change. In fact, it already is, which is why China is um, sending out uh, all kinds of nasty stuff. Well, you know, the Chinese uh, found some people that they said were uh, United States spies, and they lined them all up against the wall and shot them. Shot them, yeah, I know. So, any of you, 
any of you buying stuff from China that you don't have to, if there is a, an, if there is an option made some other place besides China, buy it. And there Stop is. buying Chinese stuff. Vietnam is producing, um, is it some, Central America, South America, there are countries that are producing things just above the Chinese level. Of course, China is always going to be cheapest because their people are forced to be there. But um, this, the production company was Monkey Paw. <laughs> I love that. And the distributor was Universal. So the um, it's definitely a, an auteur film. It's not uh, anything that would be released by a big studio. And it's kicking butt. It's really well, you, good. you could bet there'll be two or three more versions of it. Yeah, oh, I hope so. And by the way, the ones who are over on IMDb ranking it down because it shows a negative perspective of the aliens. It's a horror movie. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, enjoy it and goodbye. Monkey, uh, Monkey Paw is owned by Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's his thing. So he's uh, he's he's an excellent director, and um, his he's really come into his own. So I recommend everybody see it. And yeah, there will be a third and fourth and fifth, I'm sure, and a second. But uh, the um, the basic what I love about it visually is that it does something no other movie has done with the UFO question. They don't go in and uh, copy aesthetics from different, from other uh, UFO movies. This is a whole new depiction of the alien. And uh, it's just amazing. So I'll stop going on and on about it. Well, but, you know, the, there's been some movies, I'll tell you, sci-fi movies, yeah. There is such an extreme from the stuff that you wouldn't even sit there to watch the whole thing to, you know, the, the great movies, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and right. those kind of films. But, you know, I'll tell you, there there's a Time Walker. You ever see Time Walker? Yeah. The star of Time Walker is a guy named Ben Murphy. Yeah. I don't know. Very few people know who the hell Ben Murphy is. I know who he is. is. I grew up in the 70s, yeah. He had, a, he had the number one television show at one time with uh, Pete Duell. Yeah. With Pete Duell. Alias Paul Jones. Right. It's called Alias Smith and Jones. It was on ABC during the time period when they had the new people, the young rebels, you know, all those shows that featured teenagers and just a little bit older running the world, you know, yeah. like God help us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
they weren't bad shows. You no, know, I know but, Smith and Jones was actually quite good the first couple of years until Pete ate a well, when bullet. Pete, Pete Duell, it, it's been said he committed suicide. Others said that he was he died when he was cleaning his gun. So it, something bad happened to him and he passed away. Yeah. Uh, they tried replacing him with Roger Smith. No, Roger Davis. Roger Davis, yeah. And uh, I know Roger, so. And Pete Duell's brother. Yeah. Uh, well, I forget his first uh, name. He spelled it the original spelling, I know. Yeah. Uh, and, and Peter, Pete Duell. No, Jeffrey Duell. Jeffrey, you're right. Jeffrey Duell. And Jeffrey Duell didn't have the acting chops that his brother did. And, and with that Roger Davis, he just wasn't the actor that. <laughs> the, Roger Pete, Davis is a walking ego. But Peter Peter Duell and Ben Murphy had good chemistry. It, it worked. It was a pretty good show. I liked it. I used to watch it all the time. I did too. Now the you remember the Young Rebels? Oh yes, yeah. You remember who was in it? Uh, I know the, the star? fellow who was in. Um, uh, uh, Babylon Five was in. Was he? Yeah, the he played the young Franklin. The oh no, he he didn't do it. No, it wasn't who you're it thinking of. It oh. was the guy. It was the guy that played the father on Wait Till Your Father Gets Home. I thought that was a cartoon. Yeah, but he did the voice. He did the voice. Okay. And he's he he's the one, that, and he did all sorts of playing a dad and different yeah. things. But you, you're thinking of Stephen first, and it wasn't Stephen first. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. No, because he would be older. But no, who is the star? Uh, I will have to look it up. Oh, hang on. No, it's okay. Just take me a second. Just hang on. Uh, let's see. Everybody who sees nope. There is a chimpanzee scene in this that is horrific. And uh, if you want to have a nice idea about chimps, uh, you don't want to see the movie. But no, you still want to see the movie. Just shut your eyes during the chimp scenes. And it's not a real chimp. It's a you know, CGA. Uh there ain't no way they'd have a real chimp on and do damage to him. Um, they don't do that anymore. Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. Oh, okay. He played Benjamin Franklin. He played Ben Franklin. Oh, see? And uh, I know it faintly a couple of the other people, but well, the, I watched it. I liked it. The star of the show was uh, Rick Eli. Yes, yes. Yeah. And his brother played Tarzan, Ron Eli. Ron Eli, yeah, or Eli, one of the two. It was E L Y, whatever. whatever. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and they, it was supposed to be our founding fathers as teenagers basically is what yeah. what it was supposed to be yeah. then they had the new people remember the new people oh yes i remember the new people okay the new people was a group it was sort of 
lost. It was a group of people whose plane crashed on this island, mm -hmm. and the island was a nuclear test place, and they had a whole they had a whole city built there with cars and and everything. And they were trying to get off the island before somebody set off another nuclear bomb. <laughs> so, it was sort of a dark Gilligan's Island, wasn't it? Yeah. It was and on my, the Universal back, uh, back lot, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, like most of those things, you watch those shows. If you have been to Fox Studios' back lot, you watch these old westerns and... Andy Griffith, like Andy Griffith, the it, the beginning scene with Opie, where he's walking to the lake to fish, that was filmed on uh, at uh, Fox Studios in yeah. the back lots. It, it was the same area where they filmed uh, Mash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this well, there's also, I mean, even recently, um, if you look at Seinfeld. And then go and watch House. You can see different streets. One's supposed to be in New York, and the other's supposed to be somewhere in LA. Well, you know what I used to get a kick out of is watching um, Marcus Welby. Yeah. If yeah. you Marcus Welby lived a couple of doors down from uh, the the Cleavers. Yeah, I you know, know. Uh, Wally and uh, Beaver. The Beaver, yeah, you can Beaver Cleaver, and they would dress the house up to look a little different. They would, you know, move bushes around and and so forth. So that you didn't just go, "Hey, <laughs> you know, that's the Beaver." Yeah, and right across the street from where the Beaver lived was the Psycho House. But, you know, of course, you couldn't see it. They filmed yeah. from the other side of the street. Exactly. And it was a big, you know, wide street. So. Now, now here, here you go. I'm going to give you a, a trivia question. Okay. What is similar about the monsters at Disneyland? I don't know. Their address. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Munsters lived at 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Yeah. Disneyland's address is 1313 Harbor Boulevard. That's true. <laughs> so how do you like that one? Yeah. Well, it's uh, probably somebody making reference to a past employer or something. Now, anybody out there that's watching us that happens to know I'd like to know whether Pudsley, who was played by uh, Ken Weatherwax, right? I would like to know if he is related to Rudd Weatherwax. I don't know if you remember Rudd Weatherwax. He used yeah, to live up in last, Big Bear. Yeah. Right. He lived up in Big Bear, and he used to train uh, Lassie. So that's what I I looked it up. I couldn't find any kind of notation as to whether Ken and Rudd were yeah. related or not. Chances are they are because well, he's both in the business. 
Yeah, well, Ken's no longer with us, but I'm just wondering if he was related yeah. to, to him. Well, the um, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, it's, it's funny, the two extremes, age-wise, are still alive, that John Aston oh. and Wednesday. <laughs> no, no, John Aston passed. I don't think so. Yeah, he did. When? Uh, about five years ago. You sure? Yeah. I'll look him up. I have to, let me insert here while you're doing that. I okay. This isn't a science fiction show, but it's a very fan-based show. So um, I was a big fan of Criminal Minds. And let me assure you, I know someone who is near Seth enough to know things. Um, let me put it this way. Except for Shamar Moore, everyone is coming back. Hear me? Everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay, John Aston is still alive. I am I was absolutely certain he had passed. Yep, I just looked it up. He was born March thirtieth, nineteen thirty, and has no death listed. There's no death under you usually on IMDB it, says death at the yeah. end. Okay, yep. we got, absolutely, we have an example of the Mandela effect. Uh, well, you just assume because you don't see him on anything anymore. No, you know. I, I actually remember seeing an interview with Sean Astin where he talked about, <laughs> okay. Maybe he's talking about his mom. He may have been talking about his biological father, too, because John, I think John Aston was, 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 was his adopted father. Oh, okay. I thought he was uh, his kid. I thought. Well, he raised him. So. Huh. Okay. It's, it doesn't matter at that point. Because his mom's gone. Patty Duke's been dead for a, number a while. But, yeah. Boy, that's stunning. That really is. Maybe I'm, I may be thinking of Don Adams because they had similar sorts of roles. But uh, I uh, John, a John a Don Adams has been yeah. gone for about 10 years. Yeah. I know you met him not long uh, Yep. Before. Yep. He, told yeah. me he called Tracy Lawrence a bimbo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's the good thing about getting older. You can say shit and nobody can do anything about it. No, well, we were we were at a convention. And the guy who did the voice of the robot on Lost in Space was making answering machine tapes for people. And uh Don Adams got the bright idea that he ought to do that. So the second day, he had somebody bring a tape recorder, and he was making answering machine tapes for people. There you go. You know, he was, sorry about that, Chief, but uh, so-and-so's not home. 
Yeah, it was. And the, the other guy, Jack, I forget his last name. He's been gone for a long time. Yeah. And he would get on there, you know, danger, danger. Uh, the Smiths aren't home right now. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, he was there and uh, Bob May. Yeah. You ever heard of Bob May? Yeah. Strongest handshake I ever saw in my life. He's the guy that was inside the robot. Yeah, yeah. Lost his face. He's a nice man. He was. He was very nice. I never met him. I saw him speak. But, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those actors. It seems like the bigger actor they were, the nicer they were. Like, for instance, uh, uh, the guy that played Patty Duke's father, uh, yeah. Um, what the heck? And he played the admiral on uh, Get on, Smart. Yeah. Um, he had an unusual name. Yeah, he was also very rich. Well, he was as nice as could be. Wasn't charging for autographs. And, but he doesn't need the money, you know. Yeah, he, he was down there. Now yeah. Richard Hurd was was he was okay, but uh, you know he played the next door neighbor on uh, what was it Eight Is Enough I think yeah. or one of those shows. Yeah, I would say at this point that sometimes you can meet someone who doesn't have great social skills, like Andrew Prine. Pardon. Yeah. Like Andrew Prine. Exactly. Why was uh, that guy a jerk? I'll tell you. Gary Lockwood, too. Oh, boy. Well, that's that's a damn shame. And they do now, that. Gary, Gary Lockwood's the guy that died before Dave uh, tried to get Hal to open the door. Yeah. He's the guy that Dave was having the chat with that, that Hal killed. Yeah, and he was—he was also on uh, the second pilot of uh, Star Trek. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had. There was no reason for him to be unpleasant. And yeah, but, most, I mean, like Aaron Gray was so nice. Beverly really liked her because they sat there chatted for a bunch of time. She was real yeah. nice, and uh, so was Gil Gerard. Yeah, another real nice fella. He played uh, Buck Rogers, in case you're not familiar yes, with Yes, I know Buck Rogers. I even <clears throat> remember the little dog, the mechanical dog. Now, there's a lot of really stupid people. Yep. Somebody came up to Aaron Gray. And it, it just so happens that Aaron Gray, when she was a child, her family were nudists. Oh, yes. Yeah, you told me that. And somebody dug up a picture of Baron Gray when she was 12 years old at a nudist colony and asked her to autograph it. I hope she threw it back at she, him. She had him kicked out of the Good. hall. Oh, my God. She what? told him, she says, this is child pornography. Yes, it is. <laughs> so she, she called one of the people over and they, they kicked him out. Good. Which is just what should happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, it's incredible. Well, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tracy Lords. 
a lot of the pictures that she had on her table yeah. were from her porn the movies. Theme, I know. And finally, the guy that ran the show went over to her and says, you know, there are a lot of children walking around this yeah. hall. I would like you to put all those pictures away and put your pictures out from your sci-fi movie. And yeah. she was actually she was actually pretty good in that movie. I don't know if you ever saw it. Don't think it, so. It was a remake of this movie where her husband comes back from a space trip and he's possessed by this alien. And she's trying to convince everybody that he's not her husband. That you know, they made a version of that back in the fifties, an old black and white version. And I think it was called like it came from outer space or something like that. And they did a remake in color, and she, she wasn't she wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, that's the the thing is that. The people who go to these are often out-of-work actors, and they had one moment of, you know, and so they sort of write it as far as they can and as long as they can. Oh, there's the, the show. It was called StarCon. Yeah. And they held it for three years, 96, 97, 98. Right. And then the man who ran it, he also ran a regular toy show in the same hall but everybody looked forward to StarCon because he had the actors come out and you made a lot more money at, at StarCon Makes so, yeah so him and his wife uh, Lisa got a divorce and she took the show and oh. she she ran it right into the ground they never did another one she couldn't a lot of the people didn't like her very much and your friend Jeff Sullivan didn't get along with, with Lisa. And he's the one that used to book all the talent for the show. Right. Well, he knew everybody. So. Yeah. So what they would do is in, in the big hall on Green Street, Pasadena. Have you ever been to that hall? No. Okay. But it's a, it's a, they used to hold the Star Trek convention there. So it's a big place. Yeah. And it, it holds probably 20,000 people. You know, if they if you've got the entire hall. Uh, right. But uh, this show was didn't use the whole hall. It just used like a portion of it. And it was real cool. They had a guy named Jim Lotta there. And he owns the robot from Lost in Space. Right. He owns one of the Robbie the Robots. He owns the uh, twenty foot long or twenty five foot long sea view from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yeah. So you know he's got a lot of lot of props. He doesn't compare to like Bob Burns. I don't know if you're familiar with Bob Burns. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Bob Burns. Well, I know of him. Well, he's the guy that wore the robot head on the gorilla costume. He was the one that was in the costume. Yeah. And he was the gorilla head. Yeah. I mean, he, he was one of the crew and he got, he got in this and then he did a lot of other films. And 
whatever he did, he got money because he owns the flying saucer from the original day the earth stood still. He owns almost all the alien costumes. He owns the full-size time machine from the Robert Taylor time machine movie. Oh, wow. And he had it refurbished and had a motor installed so the back would spin. Oh, how he's, cool. He said in the movie they had two crew members in back spinning <laughs> the wheel yeah. as so he says, Well, I can't afford to hire two crew members to, <laughs> to do that. So he had a motor installed. He, he had just had a motor installed. And the little ship the little shift levers actually controlled the motor. So you can sit in it and make it and I was talking to him, and, and he says, yeah, he says, I've had several large offers for the time machine. And I oh. says, how much? He says, I would be ashamed to tell you what I turned down. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I says, million dollars? And he said, millions. Oh, yeah. Said, oh, geez. Something like that is. is I would have sold it. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Well, he must have millions, so that tells you. Um, you know what really would be a good idea for someone is to start a science fiction convention in the area of Vernal, Utah. Um, a classic science fiction convention like Comic Con, or you know. Is there, enough, is there enough population to support something like that? Yeah. There? I, well, they have a Phenomicon there now. And uh, it's around Skinwalker Ranch. and, and oh, that. Call, it, call it Skinwalker Con. Yeah, why not? And Brandon <laughs> Fugel, who owns Skinwalker Ranch, owns a whole ton of uh, memorabilia, too, from various movies. So that would be, you know, a contact there to make. And he's well, very approachable. Call him up. Yeah. Yeah. I may do that. It's a good idea. Hey, all he could do is say no. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how James Dean got his acting teacher. He got James Whitmore to um, start a class for the people at the university. And um, this woman knew him. And he said, would you ask him? And he says, well, I feel kind of creepy. Why? All he can say is no. And so she asked him, and he said, yeah, why not? So, yeah, I, you know, um, my sister and I were discussing uh, whether James Dean had ever done an episode of Twilight Zone because there was somebody on Facebook insisting that he had done one. Well, what it was is there was an episode of Twilight Zone called The Hunt. And it was remade from a Kate Smith's uh, what, like Variety Hour or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And an episode called The Heavenly Hound, which was exactly the same story as the hunt yeah. and 
James Dean was in the Kate Smith. She played, he played the angel that talked. If you've ever seen that this old guy comes along, he wakes up in front of these, what look like heavenly gates and he can't figure out how he got there. So this guy comes out of the gates and he's talking to him and he says, well, you know, come on in, but we don't allow dogs. And so he won't go in because they won't let his dog in. So this other angel comes along after that guy leaves and he says, well, I'm not going in there. That would be hell to me. And, and uh, James Dean says, well, that is hell. He says, heaven's down there. We always take dogs. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, as you know, it's the same story as the, yeah. the Twilight well, Zone episode. Yeah, anybody who's a Dean fan um, and who weeps over the fact he only did three movies, he actually did like 25 live TV shows. So, <laughs> just do a lot of them, unfortunately. A lot of that old stuff isn't available anymore, which is the bad thing. But about it's, 10 to 12 are. It was a lot of that old stuff, including some Twilight Zone episodes, were not on Kinescope. Yeah. And, uh, for instance, the uh, Christmas episode with Art Carney. Yeah. That had been lost for a long time. Yep. And then somebody had videotaped with the VHS when they played it in their local town and had kept the videotape. And that's how they were able to air that episode. Right. Was using that person's videotape. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that's like uh, Paul Winchell's show. Yeah. The, the Paul oh, Winchell God. show. All there's like two episodes that he was able to find, and I have one of them. Yeah, which is he was a and, well, that was a feud between uh, uh, him and uh, Channel 11 that was yeah. running it. And he had a dispute with them, and they just said, well, the hell with you, and they burned all the, yeah. the tapes of his show, even though he was offering to buy them. Yeah. Well, but, I have to say that um, April, his daughter, um, has written a lot about her dad, and um, she would go in to do voice work, and people were terrified of her. Because they thought she was going to be just like her dad. And her dad, of course, was the voice of Tigger and did a lot of very important work because he was a gifted man. He was, however, a very troubled man and could be a real pain in the something or other to work with. Uh, you know, he, he invented the uh, artificial heart, for one yeah. thing. He helped do it, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, that was because his dad, wasn't it? Because his yeah. dad had a had died of a heart attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, you, in case you don't know about uh, Paul Winchell, look look him up. I mean, they're they're really they should have made a movie about his life. I mean, I would think. I'm, 
kind of surprised. He was the voice of the bad. What was he? He was on, on the Smurf. I'm trying to remember what he played. Yeah, on he was. Uh, was he the bad guy? I think so. He was a couple of voices on the Smurfs. He did a lot of work. Um, that's one thing. He was not lazy. Yeah, I like the one that played uh, Winnie the Pooh. I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, yeah. Sterling Holloway. Sterling Holloway, yeah. My favorite thing that Sterling Holloway did, he always played the mad professor on the old George Reeves Superman. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, there you go. It's our childhood in a nutshell. Speaking of which, it looks like we're about... Three minutes. Yeah. So... <laughs> We want to thank you all for joining us. And uh, next week we'll be talking about the similar kind of things we talk about. Fandom, paranormal, science fiction, mainly paranormal. And uh, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow. So if anybody is out in Anaheim, um, come You're on. You're going to take pictures? What's that? Take lots of pictures. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. Oh, yeah. And videotape. Yep. And uh, I, I'm bringing the phone. So, Somebody uh, told me that they they fixed Snow White so it actually tells the story. Yeah, they did. No, yeah. I don't. I don't know if you noticed, but <clears throat> they show up to the point where the witch is handing her the apple. Yeah. And then you go around the corner, and it says that they lived happily ever after. Yeah, like, I know. Wait a minute. Like, what happened to the rest of that story? Is that a commentary <laughs> on snow? So, they supposedly they fixed that problem. I so, anyway, we got two minutes. Uh, you might take care of that Twitch problem. I don't know what's going on I with will. that, but I will. I'll do I've that still got that popping up. And I've never yeah. seen that before. Yeah. Anyway, um, best of everything to you guys. Have a great week. Uh, if you're at Disneyland, come and find me. <laughs> I'll be posting from the place. And uh, go see Nope. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.